back into the great Scott show on a Monday morning per his musical request. I don't know that he actually did, but I know he wanted it. Bad company by bad company for good company on a Monday morning when we get to talk to the head coach of the Rage of Cajun baseball team, Coach Matt Deggs. Good morning, Coach. How are we feeling on this Monday? Good morning, Scotty. How are you, man? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I... um. You know, I know it was it was a, a road trip, late night. Uh, you're up early. Uh, you have good reason why you're up late. I just I was too jacked after watching a sporting event. You uh, coached a number of them over the weekend. You got the sweep. I, w- I want to start with this, Coach. We've we've kind of said this throughout the season. You've you said it right. When you guys aren't generous, is the word you use. When you don't give up free stuff, you have the talent to beat anybody in the country. And from a generosity standpoint, you guys weren't very nice this weekend. I mean, you didn't give up very much. Out what only maybe four walks there. That that was yeah. such a big part of you guys' ability to go in there and get a sweep on the road against the team that prior to Friday had only lost twice at home all season. Yeah, and look, when we walked in the ballpark, you could see immediately uh, why they've only lost twice. It's a it's a. Uh, a challenging venue to say the least and and it's just not what you're used to or accustomed to but uh for us look we've got a really tough team one of the tougher teams i've coached in a long time just physically and mentally and uh you know they're they're down for pretty much whatever and you know coming off a, a game on tuesday which was a huge opportunity for us and we really didn't play well at all uh, and I'm really offensively, and uh, that's what really got me. And uh, you know, taking nothing away from LSU, I like their ball club, and and I think Jay and them are gonna do really well heading into the stretch. But uh, we didn't play good, and uh, then we were up for like 36 hours straight because nobody could go to sleep really. And our our bus left the clubhouse at 1 a.m. Uh, that's just the way the flight worked uh on on thursday morning Jeez. and so uh you know you you you, you leave the clubhouse at 1 a.m and, and drive to new orleans and you know catch a flight and and uh get into atlanta at about i don't know seven or eight and uh we went straight from the airport to their field and we practiced and uh we just they they were nice enough to let us use their locker room. We changed in their locker room and and we got out on this field and we proceeded just to get after it. No sleep, no nothing, and had a little simulated game. And uh, I just I just told them I said this ballpark is is uh, it, it suits us to a T. And uh, you know Jonathan Brandon said yes, yeah, like twelve year old all star little league practice, and that that was kind of the the theme, right? It don't matter. We'll play you in the parking lot. We'll play you wherever. But this ballpark sets up to us, and it's actually a beautiful setting, surrounded by trees, et cetera. And but you can see why there's some of the offensive numbers there are because there's no gap really, and, and center field short. Which and then the lines are big. It's three thirty five. Which really, anytime you get in a situation like that, it's going to benefit the hitter because it'll lock them into a good approach, meaning you just hunt the big part of the ballpark. And uh, that's what it did for us. And, you know, talking about generosity, really the key to us the last, I think you can trace it back to Marshock. 
whenever Marshawk came back, whenever that was, I think it was South Alabama, we've been really good. And uh, our defense has just been incredible. I think it's 980-something during that time. And the walks are down. And, and we defended on a tough field really well all weekend. We had one error, basically. Uh, I know they charged C.J. Willis with an error. Oddly enough, in the midst of a no-hitter by Schultz, their scorer gave C.J. Willis an error on a ball that wouldn't have been an error in our, ball, our ballpark. Yeah. Uh, our, really, our, our only error was Jeff Wilson throwing to uh, first base on a bunt, and uh, he just his arm got too long. you got to throw a dart in that situation. Uh, but, yeah, you're exactly right. We didn't give them anything, and that's kind of a key to their offense. They feed off freebies. And the one inning that we did, they scored a couple of times. Uh, after that, though, that was that. And thought the, the, the pitching was really good. You know, even Tally, we asked him to pitch twice this week. He gave us six good innings. Uh, Bo kind of filled that gap. And then, you know, Jake Hammond, who's probably the hottest guy on the staff right now, uh, really shut him down and kind of sent him into a little bit of a funk, I think. And, Schultz, he was able to just pound the fastball, show him enough of a slider to keep him off of it. And he was going to both sides of the plate. And then uh, Big Hefe yesterday, just he introduced that slider, and that was that. And yeah. uh, the offense, you know, these these kids are getting after it right now. 15. Rockefort, I mean, thank hey. God Rockefort's on our team, right? I, I asked you a few weeks ago um, about you know, all-American type status. I don't know if he will be coached, but to me it's undeniable. He's been playing like an all-American this year. He could end up with, you know, over 15 homers and 350 batting average, and I don't even know how many stole bases, stolen bases. He's just, you talk about consistency at the highest level. He has been that for you guys since day one. Yeah, he's a really good player, really good, and he's a great dude and just very understated, very humble. And, uh, but yet, uh, he runs hot, right? He's an intense competitor. And, uh, you know, if he played in that ballpark, he'd probably be leading the nation in home runs right now. And, uh, you know, Kemple would be right there as well. Uh, but he's, he's putting together a season that's like, you know, it's, uh, it's right up there with what Jace was doing and, and some of those guys when you talk about all Americans and, RBI numbers are what I really like. Yep. Uh, you guys had plenty of them yesterday as well. You talked about applying pressure at the plate. Rockefort, his 10th bomb of the year. Uh, Kimple had that homer late on Friday. And about that, when you go on the road and you have the, the schedule that you had getting there, as you documented earlier, that Friday night game, yes, it's always important to get the Friday night game. But when you get it, in the fashion that you did, right? It's a single run. It's a close contest. How does that shape the approach on Saturday and Sunday in terms of just putting, applying pressure, right? That seems to be the theme here. Applying pressure on an opponent at their house when you get that Friday night win by a single run. Yeah, I mean, that's a big momentum uh, changer right there. You know, they, they uh, it looked like they had us, but you're right. Our schedule has really toughened us up, and there's, there's nothing that we're going to see, Scott, that we haven't seen, right, uh, from a from a pitching perspective to offense to umpiring to whatever you want to talk about. There's, there's really nothing that's going to shock us. And, 
you know, the kid hung a change up and, and an 02 count, I think, and, and Kemp went and got it and, and was able to sling it, uh, you know, straight away. And it was a no doubter and kind of set the tone for the rest of the weekend. And Jake Hammond followed that up with a really impressive bottom half. And, and, uh, we were off and running. You know, what I liked offensively is it wasn't just home runs, it was stolen bases, it was bunts. You know, Kemple had, what, two or three home runs, I guess two home runs, and uh, he also laid down a beautiful safety push yesterday, and uh, just all facets all facets of, of the offense kind of rolling a little bit. You guys, have, you, you're moving around the lineup a little bit as well. Um, you know, obviously it gives Carson some good protection, but whenever you're getting contributions from the bottom of the order, what is, I mean, again, I know I'm, I'm, I'm beating a dead horse with the question, but what does that do for the rest of the offense? Well, it makes the, the, the opposing pitcher and defense feel like they're facing the same guy a hundred times in a row. It's just, it's length. And, uh, you know, it, it, when Julian bangs, when Julian gets to hitting and the bottom is doing some stuff, then it probably felt like to them every time they look up, Connor Kemple was hitting. And that's that's what the Yankees had back in the day, like just long lineups where everybody's the same. You know that you're going to be in for just a grinded out at bat. And, uh, you know, when the bottom does that, uh, and it was kind of happenstance, man. You know, you, you move Kemp to the leadoff spot. I don't know that the bottom's going to get hot, but they just kept – teeing it up right in his lap and and uh it was good to see and then Rocco you know the big thing about Rocco is he just he does it every time he has to and uh for I could see if you had two or three Roccos but we only have one and uh that's a lot of heat on that dude and he just somehow finds a way to get it done yeah I think of all his uh accolades to me or you know all of his accomplishments this year it's the consistency that's been most impressive thing i mean that's hard in any aspect of life coach but as you know in the sport of baseball man it's it um I, it's rare right i mean the, the, the numbers oh, say yeah. as much so that's that's to, to be and, that consistent and at the same time they're trying to pitch around him a lot of time right but he is really good out of the zone as well i mean he can go get a ball that's in the other batter's box or up he can really get to the pitch that's up uh you know, so he he makes a lot of stuff happen as well. Now, having sandwiched him in between Shock and, and TR, I think, is helping him as well. And then if, you know, CJ or LaFleur emerge as another lefty, that's going to be a big deal moving forward. Coach Matt Deggs, our guest, ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Louisiana sweeps Georgia State. Uh, they win another Sunbelt Conference Series. They no midweek games uh, this week or next week, but they do go to Boone next weekend and then uh, back home against UTA the following weekend. Coach, how much during the season are you following, if at all, the the RPI? Because um, I, you know, you bring it up from time to time. You guys made a jump this past weekend. Uh, Georgia Southern is all the way up to third in the RPI, a team that you guys beat in a series a few weeks ago. How closely are you following it week to week? This time of year, a lot, uh, because there's some strategic decisions that have to be made, right? And uh, it, it's like right now, we have uh, – you still there, Scott? Sorry, Coach. Okay, I was just – I got something in my throat. I'm sorry. Go back. You were saying strategic decisions. The, the audience yeah, didn't hear yeah. that. Only you did, by the way. But no, <clears throat> I got something caught in my throat the, there. 
technical difficulty. Get <laughs> no, to a Zyrtec we're or something. good. We're good. Uh, no, I mean, there's some you, there's strategy moving forward. I mean, we were right smack dab in the middle of, you know, at large discussion and, and, uh, and I, and I think there, there's going to be multiple teams from our league in the, in a regional too. And so, uh, you, 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 you're a fool not to, to understand that. And, and some of our metrics are really good right now. You, you know, winning record when you look at Q1, Q2 games combined, uh, really good winning, uh, road record. Uh, we have the number four overall non-conference schedule. That's four, number four in the country. Uh, and so, like, like right now, there's two games out there that we could, we we could still play, but it's got to be against the right opponent. And uh, you know, when you look at the right opponents regionally, and you look at you know Southern Mass, well, they don't need a game, and Tulane doesn't need a game, and uh, you know, just La Tech, they, they don't need a game. It's and so it's got to be the right matchup because if not. You're only gonna, uh, and 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 it's a sad state of affairs, really. I wish it didn't come down to a computer ranking, but it does, and so you have to be smart. And uh, right now, we've got to continue to play the rest of the schedule that we got and uh, work to win every single one of them. And and so, yeah, to answer your question, it's a big deal uh, because you want to be in a strong league, and you don't want to pigeonhole yourself into having to win a conference tournament like most mid-major leagues and our, our league moving forward, make no mistake is not going to be mid-major. It's, it's, uh, with the, you know, we're at, with the teams we're adding and the teams that are current, we currently have that are playing at a national level. Uh, it's going to be one of the better leagues in the country. And, uh, so you, you have to be cognizant and aware, uh, just in the, look, I wish we played a hundred games. I think if you're going to be a developmental, uh, league for the big leagues and, and, and really, uh, supplement the minor leagues, then you need to play. I wish we played every day, a hundred games and, and we were developing and you were playing it out the way it's meant to be, but we're not. And, uh, so you have to play by the rules that you're given and you've got to be smart and strategic within that. And, uh, we're starting to play some good baseball. We're still not where we're going to be, but we're getting pretty dang good, man. Coach Matt Deggs, our guest, ESPN Lafayette, uh, talking about RPI and the Sun Belt and the future of the Sun Belt, certainly with the additions coming next season. Um, when you're when you're playing a team like Texas State in a few weeks, it's easy to see, right? They're top 50 RPI. They've been really good this year. They're a, a great offensive club. They're 20-5 and five at home, all that stuff. When you're playing teams that are in your conference that are not high in the RPI, like you have coming up on the schedule, does that – the the margin for error becomes slim. Is there just you want to win all of them, but does that go into you talk about strategy? How you might have to coach some of the games in there, hoping that look we we gotta we gotta win all of these because we're thinking about the big picture here. Yes, we want to win today, but from an RPI standpoint, we just can't really afford to lose to these guys. Yeah, and that's life, uh, you know, and in, in a non Power Five conference. Uh, you know, you, you can pick your non-conference schedule. You can't pick your conference schedule. And, uh, so yeah, there's a, it's, it's tedious and it's, uh, there's, uh, there's apprehension at times, especially in some of those games that you just explained, man. 
like the last two-week stretch we just went through, you know, at Arkansas State, ULM at home. Uh, that's that's uh, there's high leverage there, man. And it's not like we're playing Stanford. You're playing, you know, you 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 need to win. And uh, we've done a pretty good job at finishing series, and uh, you know, since the Troy debacle, and uh, which, you know, if you said you, you could have three games right now back, I mean, obviously it's the eighth inning against Arkansas. I mean, that game's won. And, mm-hmm. Southern Miss series is going to be ours, and and we we drop a lead in the what was the eighth or ninth against Georgia Southern. I mean that's how close we are to being not only a top ten RPI team, but inside the top fifteen or top twenty in the rankings. I mean it's uh, but that's where we're at, and uh, you know we're, the good news is we're still getting better and better and better. Keep grinding, Coach. Louisiana Rage and Cajun Baseball um, in action next weekend in Boone against App State. Following week, they have finals, and they're welcoming UT Arlington. Uh, two against Rice, on the road against Texas State, Nichols, and then Little Rock. And then before you know it, you guys will be in Mobile, and uh, Coach Deggs is going to – I don't know. I don't know if he's going to go see Top Gun 2 on, you know, maybe if they have a night off or if he's just going to have to wait till the end of the season. But – Every time I see I a preview it said for Montgomery. It. Oh, I'm sorry. I said Mobile. Correct. Montgomery. Yes. Sorry. I was like, Montgomery? Top Gun? No, that's in California. Yes. Montgomery. Sorry. I had softball on my mind for a moment. In Montgomery, <laughs> uh, and Coach might be looking up where the theaters are there. He might just have to wait till the end of the season because they got a title to play for. But, um, Coach, man, as always, I appreciate the time. I know you guys got in really, really late last night, but. Always enjoy our Monday conversations, and yeah. uh, we'll talk to you this week. Yeah, me too, Scotty. I appreciate it, man. All the best. All right, I'll see you later. See ya. Rage Occasion head coach, Matt Deggs. I-